Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And this week, I am without my man, Jack, again. He is uh, unfortunately not able to join us. He's still hiking. I I think he's hiking uh, out in Arizona, and he's just loving life and brought some good stuff with him, and uh, good for him. So, you know, if you can do that, definitely worth it. Get out and do it. Everyone knows I, I need to do that quite a bit. Well, at least I know I need to do that quite a bit. Not everybody, but um, I do. I definitely have to do more of that. So definitely get out there, clear your mind, bring some good cannabis with you. And uh, in the meantime, check out some of these episodes, right? And <laughs> so thanks for coming back again, guys. We have a new episode for you today. Um, we're going to be talking about a, uh, a new compound that we haven't really, that we've actually talked about. I've brought it up on the show in the past. Um, so it may be familiar, you know, for a lot of you guys, but it's flavonoids. Um, we've talked about it. We haven't really dove into it too much. And and I think for good reason, I mean, I, you know, it, it is really cool. Flavonoids are really cool. And we'll get into some of that today. And, and they do provide definite benefits that we want to go over as well. But, you know, it's not going to take front and row, you know, front row center seats, away from CBD, THC, CBG, terpenes, right? Because these are different compounds within the cannabis plant that really, you know, have an impact and in, in how um and how we operate. So we definitely want to make sure uh, that we're going over everything and that we're including everything um, with uh, with our cannabis discussion. So flavonoids are definitely part of that discussion. Um and the one more thing I wanted to bring up before I get into it. Uh, if you haven't noticed, we are we are also on PodConnects, uh, which is the I think the only cannabis network uh, in, in the that you can find. So there's a ton of cannabis shows over there, guys. If you want to check them out, please feel free to do that. Um, I, I would encourage it. Uh, your education can never be too much, I think, of cannabis, especially since we don't know a lot already <laughs> with cannabis. Um, so definitely can can keep that learning head over to uh pod connects and check out the other shows over there uh but you're also going to be hearing some different advertisements um just uh the people that are going to be supporting us and bringing the show to you guys and and having us on the network um but uh i wanted to to definitely make sure you guys were checking out some of those shows so um today we like i said we're not going to be you know we've talked about the thc the cbd the cbg and terpenes like you know limonene and pinene and myrcene um but yeah we, we haven't really touched on an influential class of compounds which is flavonoids and so we're going to talk about how they may affect your your or determine your cannabis experience and why you want why when you're looking at your next flower bud you should consider that because, you know, if you are ever looking at your flower buds and let's say you have a nice purple or you have, um, what is a good red? Uh, I can't remember what, like some of the good red hues. Um, but there, there's a lot of options, uh, that bring different colors within your cannabis. And so when you look at that, that's actually different flavonoids that are, are actually, you know, inside of that plant. And so we'll talk about what some of those flavonoids are, but when you're seeing different colors, some of the different smells as well are coming from your flavonoids and those are going to interact and and give you different experiences. So definitely think about that. There's especially like when I'm, I'm doing like a nice gelato or usually a purple, I I just, you know, you look at the bud and it's got the green, which is from the chlorophyll, right? Because it is a plant, obviously. 
Um, but these other like reds and blues and pinks and, and, and purples, these are different hues that are coming from these flavonoids. So they have a traditional role. And the traditional role of flavonoids is to attract pollinators to the plants, like bees, right? Um, that's why flavonoids exist. And it's not just in cannabis, but flavonoids will, you know, in cannabis will interact with the terpenes or in other foods to provide smell, flavor, um, etc. So like I said, they can vary your experience. They aren't really sexy in any way. You know, it's not like you're you're going to be, you know, smelling lemon haze and really smelling a ton of limonene or a jack rare and getting that terpinoline, that piney, fresh smell that when you do inhale that, like when you vape it, or if even sometimes when using the tinctures, like you do get, an, at least I do, a noticeable hit more from, I think, the smell than anything else. Um, in, in the very beginning, and then the, the majority of the rest of it comes from the CBD and the THC. But again, these terpenes are kind of like directing your high. Flavonoids, they assist with that. They're secondary players. And so they don't really make you high. They, 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 they are not like THC. They won't make you high. Um, they're a little bit more like terpenes, I, I would say. Uh, but they do make up about 10% of compounds that are found in cannabis. And so they're considered secondary metabolites. Um, and, and so they're known for like rich diversity in colors and, and you can find flavonoids in about 8,000 different varieties, um, of plant species, including, you know, vegetables and fruits and herbs. So if you're looking at grapes, for example, I love grape picking. I love raspberries, black raspberries, strawberries, uh, blueberries, all these different berries that we are going to start picking very soon. And I'm very excited about here in Western New York because <laughs> tis the season around here. Um, you're going to start seeing a lot of these different flavonoids start popping up and, and into your into your foods. And and you've already seen that. But typically around this time of year is when you start seeing all the plants blooming. And that's obviously why I wanted to do a show on this. So we can kind of think about that on a different level, thinking about, you know, the flavonoids that may have a little bit more impact than a lot of these things that we take advantage of a day to day, right? So there's 8,000 different varieties within plants and, you know, vegetables, fruits, herbs, etc. But there's only about 20 that have been discovered in the cannabis plant. So not too many so far, but um, still a significant number. And as I mentioned, um, you know, they, they provide nutritional value for humans, but for plant development, they also assist with keeping the seeds healthy. And so they, they act somewhat as a defense mechanism for the plants, preventing damage from environmental stressors such as bacteria or fungi, insects, um, maybe some of the sun's UV rays as well. And again, it influences the plant appearance. So they provide or they help provide that appearance to the plant and participate in the flavor, the, the aroma, the pigment differences that give, whether it's cannabis or other plants, their taste, their smells, their uniqueness about that plant, right? So I just like to think about it, you know, just with around this time of year, spring, summer, with all the berries, the flowers, you get these really rich colors. And those are just flavonoids that are starting to pop off, right? So from an animalistic sense, what they do, I, you know, th what they do is they help us attract ourselves to the plant. So, so like as humans, what I say animalistic sense, like as humans, barbaric, like our, our instinct, right? What they help us do is look at a plant and say, ooh, I, I want to, you know, find out more about that plant and check it out. That's what flavonoids help do. Because when I see a really cool color on a plant or a vegetable or fruit, I mean, I just want to check it out, right? <laughs> so uh, 
and and when you go over there, then the plant has a better chance of you ingesting it or or, or taking it, moving it, spreading its seeds, and and that's what all species want to do is reproduce, right? That's what they're looking to do. So they actually have a strategic reason for having these different colors. Flavonoids are very very important in that in that process of of reproduction, right? Um, in a more biological sense, for us though, they interact with our endocannabinoid system pr- to provide effects that you know, are, are the antibacterial effects, the antioxidant effects, the anti-inflammatory um, effects. And so they, they play a very large supporting role um, in that overall entourage effect. Not as large, I would say, in the, the cannabinoids, such as the THC, the CBD, THCV, CBGs, um, or the terpenes like myrcenes and limonenes, right? But they do have a sizable in, impact. And, and because of those impacts, we want to take note for different strains that may include different types of flavonoids that can be geared towards different types of health ailments, right? That we want to be working to, um, working to rectify with ourselves or our, or our loved ones, whoever it is we're assisting with us. Now there's some popular flavonoids. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to mention is to consume them. Uh, you can eat them. That That's a popular way to do that. Tinctures are a very popular way to consume that's one way you can get them in. Uh, smoking does destroy them. So, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't make them as bioavailable. So I think that's kind of the same. It does the same thing with cannabinoids, right? I mean, you only get, you know, half of the bioavailability of smoking cannabis than you would vaping it. Um, so vaping, I think, uh, I didn't see anything definitive on vaping. I'm going to assume that it would probably be similar to everything else where you would have higher bioavailability with vaping. Um, but tinctures edibles for sure are two ways that you can utilize those options and and uh that would be uh very bioavailable for the flavonoids you'd like to ingest but some different flavonoids to look at um some are the, the first group we're going to talk about is only found in cannabis and those are canflavins a b and c there's three of them uh three different types only found in cannabis and um they're the only they're a variety of flavonoids only produced in the cannabis plant and are part of a flavonoid class called flavone. Um, so they provide neuroprotective, antioxidant, uh, anti-cancer properties as well, which is really important that we've seen in animal models at the very least. Um, we've done some of these studies. And uh, they have been um, studied the most and, and thought to reduce inflammation as well. So a lot of studies on these, a lot of great effects that we've seen as well. That's why we see them in cannabis. That's why they're so effective. Uh, so definitely take note of the fact that canflavins, when you're utilizing your cannabis, are the flavonoids that are going to be assisting you in a lot of these different ways that we want to be optimizing ourselves towards, right? Uh, quercetin is another um, is another flavonoid. I have, I'm very familiar. I used to actually buy this in GNC. Maybe some of you have as well. It's, it's very abundant in the human diet. Also, uh, in cannabis as well, but a lot of the plants you'll find it in, a lot of the common ones I have listed here include apples, kale, um, chocolate, cocoa, uh, red onions, berries, red wine, St. John's wort, ginkgo biloba, citrus fruits, and green tea. So a lot of like deeply colored nutrient-packed vegetables you're going to find quercetin in as well. And uh, it mainly provides health benefits such as the the antioxidant effects, um, which helps fight the free radicals by downregulating and suppressing inflammatory pathways. So that's you know one of the major ways that quercetin actually assists is that antioxidant um, effect. It's also antifungal. It's antiviral. 
Uh, and it does, it, the reason I used to take it is because I wanted a boost in mental and physical performance. And it, it that does have claim for that as well. So nothing bad about this that I could see. <laughs> uh, everything in moderation, obviously. But uh, quercetin is a great flavonoid to consider. Epignin, um, and I may be saying these incorrectly. Uh, that's another one. Um, that one is found more in, in vegetables and fruits, I'd say. Uh, more vegetables like celery, parsley, tarragon, basil, onions, um, cilantro, uh, mint. It is in oranges, apparently, as well. Uh, best known for sedative and muscle relaxing effects by acting on the GABA receptors. We've talked about GABA receptors before and how important they are in your body with, with providing a relaxing effect, right? And, and really helping your body just kind of tone down a bit. Um, and your nerves, especially. I used to take it a lot at, at bedtime, and it, it seemed to help for that, especially with my muscles. Um, and, and it's also thought to be an active ingredient in chamomile tea, which helps with sleep. So that's kind of interesting as well. Um, epignin actually accounts for about 68% of the total flavonoids in chamomile flower, which is probably the reason why you're going to see um, you know, the color and the flavor uh, the way it is in chamomile. It's because of this flavonoid epignin. And it also is very, as you as you know, with chamomile, it's great for anxiety, it's great for depression, um, and a lot of reasons why it can be so soothing is because of this flavonoid. And it's also a really great um, antioxidant and anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties as well. So, I mean, you just, I think the reason I haven't gotten sick in, well, I guess it's been, what, 2018 now, so it's been three or four years, um, is because I, I consume cannabis, which has so much of these antiviral, antibacterial properties. Also because I pair it with a healthy lifestyle, lower inflammation, and, and you know, so forth. But what you're seeing on a lot of this stuff is antiviral, antibacterial. And that's all combined in that entourage effect within cannabis, which makes it such a potent plant, right? Uh, camphorol is another flavonoid. Moving on. Abundant in different plants like beans, kale, again, um, cucumbers, onions, green beans, spinach, ginger, dill, tea, broccoli. Uh, a lot of these same similar players, you're seeing a lot of awesome uh, health benefits. And it's actually this one, camphorol, is what gives rose petals their, their pinkish, uh, beautiful colors that they have. So I thought that was a fun little fact. Um, they also think, scientists believe, after you know seeing a, some studies that they... Um, have reason to believe at the very least that this flavonoid may be helpful in, in the treatment in some, in some cancers as well. Um, and that is because this uh, flavonoid, camphorol, is known to modulate cell death. And what cancer is, is just when your cells can't stop replicating and they just go and go and go and go. So um, to stop that, you need something that's going to you know regulate the cell division and cell death. And that's apparently one of uh, camphorol's um, uh, big benefits is that it assists with that. It also targets metastasis, which, and it fights inflammation. Um, all different parts of uh, cancer that are affected, and, and obviously we want to stem. So um, that is a very powerful flavonoid as well that you can also find in cannabis. Why we see cannabis, in my opinion, be very helpful for cancer patients much of the time, uh, because again, we're seeing a lot of different flavonoids involved as well, not just terpenes and cannabinoids. And then catechins. Um, I know I'm saying that wrong because I've said that word before and it's uh, 
yeah, but we can post this and you guys can, you, you'll see it. <laughs> but catechins, if you want to phonetically think about it the way I'm saying it, that's the, you know, spell it that way. Uh, it's found in cocoa, teas, and, and, uh, a lot of other fruits. Again, cardiovascular health benefits and antioxidant. Um, really, really awesome benefits, super powerful flavonoid, again, found in cannabis, a lot of others as well. Um, you'll, you'll find a lot of these flavonoids in, in like the mushrooms and non-psychoactive mushrooms we've talked about recently. Uh, and, and just a lot of different health power, like superfood powerhouse foods, man, that was a loaded, loaded compliment for, for flavonoids. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, it's just uh it's another i think sneaky secret uh that cannabis has kind of like in its arsenal of of weaponry that again is underlooked it's under research it's not sexy uh we don't think about it a lot because it it's not front and center but it really does play a supporting role in a lot of the things that we talked about today so um I just wanted to definitely go over that, guys. If you know, just wanted to make a quick, uh, you know, quick show for us this week on an overview of flavonoids. Um, if you guys have found that the topic that you know that the show that the topics we talk about are helpful for you, or if you they could be helpful for loved ones, um, please share this episode. Please also rate. And and, and one thing I, I like to talk about every now and then is why rate. And, and I think sometimes when I used to hear that on podcasts. Um, I just thought it was to help the egos of the hosts, <laughs> uh, which that can be the case. But um, the reason why I say it is because uh, every time you do that, it and I didn't know this before, and that's why I like to explain it sometimes, it actually helps with the um, algorithm algorithms and iTunes and Spotify and, and iHeartRadio and all these other um, uh, different platforms that we're on. It helps push our content to the top. And I believe, uh, and, and I want to thank everybody who's reached out recently and, and talked to us about um, how we've helped them. And, and this has been going on for a while now. So I want to thank everybody who's been doing it. But I believe we really do good things. And we talk about uh, good stuff on here that is is helping people. And so, um, you know, it's only my goal that we help as many people as we can. We don't get paid to do this. I mean, we, we are sponsored now, uh, but we didn't start this, um, you know, through the network, but we did not start this with any goal in mind. We don't make millions. We're not thousandaires, <laughs> you know, uh, Jack and I are, are just um, doing this for really the trying to spread the good word to help this world be a better place. And the reason why that's important to me is I want to leave this place a better place for my kids. And so that's really my only goal. And that's why I do this. And, and I found cannabis to just kind of fall in line with a lot of strong interests that I've had in my past. And um, I'm just, you know, I'm happy that I, I met Jack and encouraged me to get the show started and, you know, came comes on with me all the time to do it. And so, uh, uh, you know, obviously, we, we have Isla as well that we've talked to on the show that helps us. So thank you, Isla. But um for all the work that you do and getting these shows together. But uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for all the support. You guys have uh, been coming out pretty strong recently and and just um, sending us your good wishes. And, and that means a ton, just letting us know that you're, you're getting through certain things and that our content is helping. Uh, that just means the world to us. So uh, I just wanted to, to, to jump up um, in my box for a minute and, uh, <laughs> and talk to you guys a, a quick second uh, while I had some time here. Uh, just to let you know how thankful we are that you guys are listening and and that you're always supporting us and you're sharing the content and uh, 
and just helping other people as well. Again, that's the only reason why we do this. And and I am gladly willing to to do research every week to uh, come up um, and and talk about come on here and talk about new topics that are going to help a, a new group of people. So again, uh, super excited to do all this and uh, cannot thank all of you guys enough. And it's not just here where you'll find us. You will also find us at thecannabisc.com. That is our website. You can also find us on social media, Instagram. We are on uh, with, uh, the Cannabis C. That is our handle. Uh, Twitter, we're on that as well. Jack is is typically going through this with me. But the Cannabis C at gmail.com. You guys actually utilize email the most. Uh, and you guys send us email messages quite a bit. Um, just again, just for anything that you want to talk about. And again, we really appreciate it. Um, and I apologize if, if we haven't gotten back to you. Uh, it is not um, because... Uh, we we don't want to. It's only because I want to make sure when I answer your questions, I'm I'm uh, answering them in detail and in full thought. And I don't want you guys to have anything less than that per usual. So uh, we will definitely always get back to you. And if we don't, please just knock on the door again. <laughs> but I don't think we've missed anyone. Uh, but thank you guys again. Really, really appreciate uh, everything that, that uh, you guys are coming on and supporting us with. And uh, can't wait to bring you more good content next week. Jack will be back with us next week. And we will see you on another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Thanks, guys. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing a product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. 
The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one talk at a time.